right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean King. What's up everybody? Sean, we're back. We're back, man. We're back. It's been too long. It's been way too long. So we're back. We're back in the the chairs that we sit in when we podcast. (laughs) Back in front of the mics. We're not we're not countries away. We're we're in the same room. In the same room. Ah, so great. We we kinda got a guest star. We got we got my dog here today. Uh oh. Maybe maybe she'll have some input. Who knows? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. No, because it's usually my dog, so it is yeah. switching it up a little bit. It's a different bit. dog this time. Nice, switching it up on the people. Sean, <laughs> we're not here to talk about dogs. Ah, damn it. We're here to talk about Deadpool's. Deadpool's, particularly one Deadpool, <laughs> Deadpool two, that we've just seen. Well, I've seen for the second time. You've seen for the first time. All right, first time. You need to step your movie watching game up, because I feel like every movie I've seen multiple times, and you've only seen it once. I just got home. It's like a job now, though. It's true. I need you to get. I don't want to think about it that way, though. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. But we have a responsibility, all right. With great podcast comes great responsibility. (laughs) We have a responsibility to the people to produce quality content, even though we both know it's shit. But to produce (laughs) quality content and put it out. And you know, all right, everybody. I'm sorry for being late to the Deadpool game. Get it together. I'm even more sorry that we don't have an Avengers episode out coming oh, soon. That's true. Yeah, we're still gonna have to get that up. It's late now, but hey, we play by our own rules. We don't. Right. We don't really. You know, what, maybe we'll wait a couple more months. We'll just keep people waiting. <laughs> we 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 do what we want. We we march to the beat of our own drum. A whole bunch of other cliches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Let's jump. Let's jump into. Let's jump into some Deadpool too. Nah, let's do it. Or we could talk about life. How's life going? No, no. Deadpool too. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> no one cares. Everybody everybody just got off. They're not even listening at this point. They just no. they just got off right now. Alright. Now we're here to talk about Deadpool too, man. Take on me. Take on me. I'm about to say where's my background. Like that's coming. You, all right. It's not immediate. There's like a, a you know, a half a second yeah, pause. Alright, we'll we'll work on it. We'll pro- progressively get better as the podcast goes on we should pull up all the lyrics so we'll sing every part as we go on it makes no sense trust me <laughs> it doesn't make sense all right no but we're talking about deadpool too um yeah man let's just let's just get right into it so as always we go straight into spoilers we don't do the non-spoilery thing we just we hop right into it we don't like to be stifled we don't like our creativity stifled or contained <laughs> or 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 uh censored in any kind of way, we just get right into it. So, jumping right into it, let's talk about the opening scene or the two opening scenes. I should say, because to me, there's two opening scenes. There's like the 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 first first opening scene. It's kind of like the fake opening scene, and then there's like the real opening scene, right? So, the first opening scene so is the like fake opening the, scene. Yeah, like the Logan stuff. Okay, you know what I mean. First of all, I, I kind of want that figure, <laughs> that Logan <laughs> thing that just spins around with him hanging on it. Like, you think they made that specifically for the movie? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like that thing. I mean, it probably exists now, but before the movie, that thing probably. You think they're gonna exist. sell it? Yeah. I wonder how much people gonna are gonna sell buy it. For. it. Oh, absolutely, people are gonna buy it. My wondering was, I'm trying to think of like a timeline here. Were they filming Deadpool two already when Logan came out? No, I'm pretty sure they weren't. All right, because I was wondering if they went back Logan, Logan after the movie out, came out and did that scene. Did that that movie came out last year, didn't it? Pretty sure it was last year. Yeah, it's on, it feels like a long time ago. It does. It's it at the very beginning of last year, though. Yeah. No, I don't think they were filming Deadpool two yet. I'm pretty sure they had announced the sequel. Like we knew there was gonna be another Deadpool two, a Deadpool two, but I don't think they had started filming it yet. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was just wondering if they went back. They're like, you know what? We got to throw something more about this about this in here. Let's go back and put this scene in. They might have. I mean, he made references to it in the first movie. So I kind of expect them to do it in this one. Yeah. But it was funny. I mean, what did you think of the, the joke? And he's like, first he rides my coattails with the R-rated <laughs> thing. And then the, the motherfucker goes and kills himself. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, no, it was pretty funny. It's... It's crazy about Deadpool is it doesn't like, and I'll probably bring this up again, but it doesn't like fit the timelines or anything with that at all. But like, because it's Deadpool, like it completely yeah. works. Like if you think about when this movie is going on, like that could not have happened already. That's like, true. Wolverine has to be alive still within his timeline. Or has nothing makes sense. The X-Men still together. Like he has to be, he could have been in the mansion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like when he we, has to when be we around. see the X-Men later, spoiler alert, when we see the X-Men later in the X in the mansion, they're like the young versions. They're right. not the old versions. They're like the, um, not the Patrick Stewart, like Professor Xavier, but the, uh, I, can't I something McAvoy. I can't remember his first name for some reason. I'm blanking on it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't bring up stuff we're going to blank out, man. It just yeah, looks bad true. for us. Dude, I, James, I know it was James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. There, there we go. I knew his name. I got the last name right. I just couldn't remember <laughs> his, his first name. But no, Which I, also didn't make sense. That was the young cast with the old Colossalus. Because Colossalus is in X-Men 2 and 3 with the older cast, and he's a younger guy. That's true. He's also in Days of Future Past. Is he? I don't remember. Yes, but he's different. Instead of him always being like metallic or metal or whatever, like he um, he looks like a normal human, and then he like turns it on, and then like it covers his body. Yeah, that's how he's supposed to be. It's just low budgeting in Deadpool that you don't see him go back. But that's how he was in X Men two and three. Hmm. In the movies. In the movies. I don't think he's like that in comic books though. No, he's like that in the comic books, too. Are you sure? I am pretty damn positive. Unless eventually he grows to a point where he can't, and I've never seen that before, which is possible. I don't read that many X-Men comic books. I've only read a handful, you know. But every version I've seen him in, he's he turns it on and off. No. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just like that all the time. No. Look at you, a, man. That would be a nightmare. Coming with the not, it would be <laughs> it would be pretty, pretty bad. That would suck. Look at you coming with the knowledge. But no. The Logan opening thing, I thought was pretty good. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it's um, funny. Gets the job done. Yeah, it's a good way to kind of kind of kick off the movie. I was like, what the fuck is going on at first? But then <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Um, now we get to the real opening scene, right? So we we see Deadpool like going across the world. So he's doing his mercenary thing, right? He's like the real... Merc with the mouth now, right? People are paying him to go kill really bad guys. Typical Deadpool fashion. He's cutting off heads. He's kicking heads at other people. Like he's <laughs> he's he's murdering the shit out of people and joking right. about it the whole time. Um, Which I was wondering if that fit this story. You know what I mean? Because if you if you think about where they pick up from the end of Deadpool one, like he just got his girl again. It's the first thing he's going to do is being an assassin or I don't know. I was wondering if that's like realistic to his character. Like I know in the comic book it is, but I don't know if like in this movie version. I mean, I guess he's always kind of a mercenary. Like even, even in the other, even in Deadpool one, like he was a mercenary before he became Deadpool. He was just kind of like a really, um, or at at least it seemed like he preferred to take like the lower jobs where it's not like, He's going to die. Big job. Yeah. <laughs> not even that. I don't think he's worried about dying. I think it's more so like a, he just wants to help like, like the real people and not like these big, yeah, I big get paying guys who just need somebody murdered. He more so wants to help like the little girl who's being stalked being and stalked, she's scared right. to do things or go certain places cause she's being stalked. But he just, he's just trying not to be a dick basically. Like yeah. he's just, <laughs> Like, or he's just like, I am a dick, but let me try to do something so I don't seem as dickish. Like, it just <laughs> seems like that. But now, yeah, now that he's got, like, his mutant powers and he knows he can't die, he's just kind of like, well. Miles did the crazy Yeah, shit. if they're going to pay me, like, I might as well. Um, But then we get to the death, right? Vanessa right. dies. Um, 
did did it feel impactful to you? I did. I was like sad. Yeah. I like, and I wow. think it's just it just caught me off guard. Like it's funny too because obviously they take it and they turn it into a joke, which you know, I, well I'll get more into this later, but I think they did a good job of kind of balancing like the humor with the serious moments. Right. Um but like, you know, they 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 show the scene and like I, I like the way like it ended, you know what I mean? I like how he he bust like he got so angry, like he bust out the window and like found the dude and just like the pain, you could see it in his face. And right. like you could even see from that moment where he grabs a guy and like jumps in front of the truck, like he's just kinda like he already is at a point where he's like, I just wanna go too, right? Like he's just like, I'm gonna kill this guy, but if I can kill myself in the process, like I'm going to do that as well. That was a crazy scene too. Cause at first he like hugs him. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, what, what is he doing? Yeah. And then he just turns and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, see, so what got me about that scene and I don't know, maybe I'm overanalyzing it. Right. But he does, when he turns, he turns and puts his back toward the truck. So he takes the first impact of the truck and the other guy kind of gets hit, which in reality, like, could have stopped that other guy from being killed like you would think that he would put the the guy first and let him take the brunt brunt, brute force of the truck and then he kind of takes the aftermath of it but he jumps in front of it first right so in my mind i just looked at it as like okay this is him and his way of trying to be like i'm going to kill you but you just kill basically what i was living for so I'm just going to, like, fuck it. Like, th- I'm just done all together. Like, let's, we're going out together. Right. I don't know. That's the way I saw it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there was definitely, like, that kind of tone with this movie of him wanting to die and the whole, like, like tragic of it that he can't. Like, no matter what he does, he can't die. And that's why when I, when they first, I don't want to keep jumping all around, but when they first uh, introduced the collars, what do they call them? Inhibitor collars. Inhibitor collars. Um, I'm like, clearly he, at one point in this movie, he's going to wear this and try to be dying. Yeah. Did you, did you, I like the first thing. Yeah. Because I mean, it it was clear in the beginning, like Vanessa dies and then he just lost his will to live. And especially when they have the scenes of him, like, you know, near death and he's seeing Vanessa and everything. Yeah. Like it's clear this is where he wants to be. And just the you know the tragic of it like he can't like no matter what he does he can't do this right right i was watching a video and they were talking about how originally the directors were actually going to have a like montage of deadpool trying to kill himself like trying to commit suicide but they they cut it out for some reason i don't remember why but might be a little bit too dark it might have been i think that's what it was i think it just kind of went too dark um so they just cut it out but that would have been interesting to see. Like, I would still be interested to see. Because they could have went both ways with it, right? They could have made it humorous, like, a bunch of weird, funny ways, like, Deadpool was trying to kill himself. And then be but, like, damn it, if it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. They, they could have definitely made it humorous. But, yeah, so they, they definitely stepped up um, the emotion in this movie. And like I said, as we, I, I want to hit on another moment later. Um, the other thing, and... To me, we see this right in the beginning. They seem to show kind of more of what Deadpool is capable of as Deadpool, right? Which makes sense because the first one is very much an origin story, right? We we learn, like, how he gets his mutant abilities, like, what his main power is. Like, Deadpool is mostly known for his healing factor, right? He Well, he has the cancer, but he also has this crazy healing factor to the point where, like, it's almost as if he doesn't even feel pain anymore because he heals so quickly, right. right? And we see that in the first one. And we see, like, of course, he has the abilities. Like, he he's good with weapons. He knows how to use a gun and swords and all this other stuff. But in this one, it, it seems like they took it a step further, right? So we see the scene, again, when he's sitting in the apartment with Vanessa. And things start to slow down. And he's like, get out. And she's like, what? He's like, get down. And he like 
So, like, in, in the comic books, Deadpool's senses are kind of enhanced, too. Like, not like, he doesn't have, like, a spidey sense or anything like that, but he does have kind of, like, enhanced senses and, like, reflexes and things like that. And you kind of see that in this movie, right? You, you, you see that he sensed, like, the danger coming. And, like, another thing is when she gets shot, like, you see that he's moving quick enough where he was able to catch her before she even hit the ground. Right. And I was like, that's, that's interesting that they did that the same thing in the the scene later where cable's trying to shoot him and he like he's fast enough to jump in front of the bullet before it happens like so it's like oh that's that's cool to see that they're kind of showing some more of like his abilities and and things like that i was like oh, okay that's pretty dope um i didn't think about it until you just said that but there's a little bit of a, a parallel there with the the bullet going towards Vanessa and then not being fast enough to the ah. and being fast enough to save the kid. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. So we see more of his powers. We see some parallel stuff. Yeah. There's some deep stuff in this fucking yeah. Deadpool getting deep and shit. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so we see some, we see some more powers. Uh, we see a little bit of, um, obviously he seems to have a better handle on the fact that like he can't die. Like he can be hurt, but like, obviously Everything's gonna heal. Everything's gonna grow back. He's 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 gonna bounce back from things. Like we see him jump out the window and onto a car, and clearly, like that would break most people's legs. And it, it seemed like it broke his bones a little bit, but he just kind of popped back shook up. It off. Yeah, he just kind of <laughs> shook it off and got up. Or like when he just runs and literally just like tackles dude through the car. Like I was just like, wow, that was an yeah. That was pretty intense. Like he literally just hit the door like hard enough to knock him out of the other door. I was like, Jesus, like <laughs> that's pretty fucking intense. Uh and then we see, you know, he he flips over Cable's head like with his arm in the opposite direction and like yeah. chokes him up and stuff like that. Choking and, him with his broken arm. Yeah. Like. And we see a little bit of like his enhanced strength because at one point he hits Cable with the like a metal pipe cable blocks it with his metal arm and it bends and he like grabs it and bends it further so i mean like that's not like crazy strength but deadpool is known to have a little bit like you know stronger than the yeah, average stronger than the average person <laughs> um so we see a little bit of that too so I, I like that they gave him a little bit more to work with in this movie he does the superhero landing yeah where he like hurts his knee and he can like like barely get up <laughs> He's like, I'm about to do a fucking superhero landing now. <laughs> he's like, I was like, good. Jeez, good stuff, good stuff. I like uh, the scene where they had him and he's with his swords and he's, all the bolts are getting shot and he's like, you know, swinging his swords around, but he's like hitting them, but not really hitting them. He cuts the one. And I like how there was a parallel between that and the uh, Wolverine Origins where he does do that and that's like his power and then like that's not really Deadpool and that's yeah. why like here you actually see him have bullets go through him and everything. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> don't, don't you worry, sir. The other thing, so what do you think of Cable? Uh, I mean, I didn't have strong feelings one way or the other. He was fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like I'm I'm not like I'm not a huge Deadpool fan to begin with, right? Like I don't faithfully read his comics or anything like that. Like he's he's fine. I don't have anything against him, but Deadpool has never had never really been like my kind of like hero that I enjoy reading. So like in terms of Cable, it's kind of like the same thing. Like I had never really been big on the character. Do you think they made a good choice choosing Josh Brolin as Cable, knowing that he also was just Thanos? That's, I mean, if I had to come up with a complaint, that would be it. But honestly, I mean, it's not a huge deal to me. The only, the only thing that's a big deal is the fact that there's the the Fox Disney deal, and then like, are these universes colliding or not? And then you have a character playing both roles you know what i mean yeah um but i mean what are the odds there ever gonna be a point where we're gonna see thanos and cable in the same movie true like i don't think it's ever really gonna come up so i mean other than that doesn't bother me i mean 
did you ever get a Thanosy vibe from him? Like just like no. his voice or anything like that? No. I'll be I, honest. I don't think the average person going in that movie would even know. No. Like comic book people would know. Yeah, most definitely. people wouldn't even. Well, no, absolutely not. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't imagine. It. There was a couple times where like he's speaking, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's that sounds like Thanos." But then I kind of I kind of got over it. He, I think he did a good job of kind of like distinguishing the characters and things like that. What do you think of? Because you know, in the so in the comic books, Cable is like fucking seven feet tall. He's not really seven feet tall. I think he's like six. He's something eight or some shit yeah. like that. Like he's super big, right? Um, and in this movie, he's literally smaller than Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Do you think that makes a difference? No, no, no. Then bother. Did you think it made a difference? Not really. Like initially, I wanted somebody. I wanted him to be bigger. I was like, that'd be cool if he was bigger. And I mean, they even you know they made a joke about it. Like, yeah, he's not as big as he is in the comics, um, which is cool. I mean. Hugh Jackman was super tall, and Wolverine's supposed to be ridiculously short. That's true. So and I mean, like it's it's whatever. It is what it is. What about the other characters that the other new characters that we saw? What did you think of Domino? So I've always liked Domino as a character. Okay. Um, I thought this actor. I don't know. Do you know this actor's name? Zazie Beats. Yeah, I definitely did not know that. Very hot. Um, She's very hot. Yeah, she did a good job. I mean, I have, I have zero complaints about her and her character. She played the whole confidence game that Domino has, like, off really extremely well. And uh, the only thing I would like to see, I feel like when I see Domino and other things, you see her with a gun making ridiculous shots with it because she's lucky. And we didn't really see that in this movie. Okay. Oh, so I would have liked to see that. But, I mean, that's, that's super minor. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. I mean, I think they did a really good job of portraying, like, luck as a power right right we see the we see the main scene where they're trying to intercept the convoy and she's like somehow getting out of every disastrous situation possible at one point she even like stops driving she's like lady luck take the wheel and like at no point was she in danger like she just yeah. always made it out and then the scene later where she's back at the orphanage and like she's just kind of like fighting the guys, and just everything's kind of going her way. Like <laughs> they're tripping over stuff and like falling into stuff, and like falling and stabbing themselves, and fucking bookshelves decapitating people. Like you know what I loved about that too is Deadpool never actually got to see like any of it happen. You're right. So through the whole movie, he's like, "Luck's not a superpower," yeah. but he doesn't see it like actually happen and yeah. realize that it is. She just keeps saying shit like, "Yeah, I'm in," or "I made yeah. it." It's like. <laughs> what the fuck like what do you mean like how did what <laughs> no you're right that's funny he doesn't ever see it in action does he he's yeah. just kind of always like oh uh okay sure let's yeah that worked then all right so what about the x-force though um all right <laughs> it was pretty damn funny to see the team die <laughs> Like right as they like they first all formed, died. I a hundred percent did not see that coming. The first time I seen it, I did not expect it either. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, wait, wait! I, did they just murder all of them? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, did that really just happen? I did not see it coming. I actually kind of wanted to see what's his name. It's Terry something. Terry Crews. Yeah, I wanted to see him do some shit. Me too. I was a little disappointed. So I mean, <laughs> he was like just in there to die. That's all he was there for. They, that's what they were all there for. I mean, because in the trailers, they do something. Terry Crews punches somebody in the face while they're on the ground. Shatterstar like has two swords and he's like blocking stuff. Like we actually see them do stuff. Well, those are the only two we really see in in the trailer besides Peter, right? And then right. we see Peter. Um, but they actually do stuff in the trailer and then in the movie they just <laughs> all get murdered instantly and it's like wow. I mean that was an interesting way to do it. I think yeah. it worked. Yeah. Because it, it def I definitely was like, Wow, that was okay. Like <laughs> sure. I mean it is a Deadpool movie. It's if there was gonna be any movie that did something like that, it would be a Deadpool movie. Right. So do you would you have liked to see any of them stick around though? Like, do you feel well? Because we just got them briefly. 
but based off of the briefness that uh, of their characters that we got, would you have liked to see any of them stick around? Or are you cool with all the ones that died? Mm, I guess I was cool with them all dying. I mean, I don't... None of those characters I felt like I particularly knew extremely well, so I wanted to see them do stuff. Like, That's fair. It'd be different if, like, you know, we saw, like, like Gambit was there and then they just killed him off. Like, that would be disappointing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, I couldn't tell you anything about any of those characters that they no, killed off. I've, like, it was just, okay, they're dead now. All right. I had no idea. Move on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We saw Brad Pitt make an appearance. Yeah. I didn't even realize... That was even him at first, to be honest. Did I notice it right away? I was like, wait, is that Brad Pitt? I'm like, yeah, it's Brad Pitt. It seems such like a random thing for him to do. It seems like a random thing, Sean. But you're about to tie it in right now. It's not. I am about to tie it in. I already told you about this. But I'm going to say it again anyway. So, originally, the directors wanted Brad Pitt to play Cable. But due to a scheduling conflict, he was not able to do it. So basically, they just kind of called him up later, and they was like, hey, man, we got this like small role in Deadpool 2. If you want to do it, hey, it's yours, if you want to. There's a no direct pressure. quote right there. Yeah, straight, straight, from the, <laughs> straight from the director's mouth. If you want to, no pressure, bro, you can have it if you like. And he's like, yeah, why not? I'll do it. And then he got there and they're like, yeah, so basically you're going to be an invisible guy and we're not going to see you until you die. So, I mean, it was literally that one scene. You know what I mean? Like, that's all he shot. He just showed up to just to get electrocuted. (laughs) That was it. We didn't see him again after uh, that. That's crazy, but all right. Fun stuff, though. I liked it. Dude, so this movie has a noticeably higher budget than the first one. Right. Don't you think so? Uh, yeah. Like, first of all, so and we kind of see where it's focused, right? Cable looks great. Every time they have a shirtless scene with him, like all his like, um, I mean, technically, so he has a techno virus, right? So all that stuff looks great where we see it taking over his body, his metal arm, the eye, like looks great. I was like, you know what? That's real fucking, real fucking solid. Deadpool doesn't look as like rubbery and CGI as he did in the first movie. Yeah. Which was good. Um what else did we get? I thought Colossus looked the same. Colossus did for the most part look the same. He seemed a little more polished to me. A little bit more. But I mean he looked pretty solid in the first movie too. Yeah. So yeah, it just he just seemed a little bit more polished to me. So even though the movie did have a, a noticeably higher budget, there were still, to me, a couple like wonky CGI moments, predominantly when it came to the Juggernaut. Yeah. I mean, Juggernaut's kind of hard to do, right? Because I mean, they CGI yeah, a lot of it. Um, it does preferred- seem like that, too. Like It seems like his whole character cg like there's nothing based in reality when it comes to him versus like colossus i feel like there's at least part of him that's like based in like real world and even like when when i when you watch the special features of like the first deadpool like there really is a guy standing there in like the colossus shirt and like he's a big like burly dude they just kind of put the little ball cap on his head for like where Colossus's head would be, but like it still seems like there's a guy there. With Juggernaut, it seems like they didn't use any like human stand-in. Like it was just all CGI. So let me let me ask you this: Would you prefer this version of Juggernaut we saw, or the Juggernaut from X Men Three? Oh, much more this one. Yeah, yeah, no, dude in the weird rubbery muscle suit. No, fuck that. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. No, sir. I much rather prefer this one. I mean, I think he looked good for what he was. But so here's here's my thing about it. I think that I got spoiled by Avengers budget. Right. <laughs> because, you know, before Deadpool 2 came out, which came out like what a week or so ago at this point, week and a half ago, um, right before that, three weeks before that, I I watched Thanos fights a Hulk. 
<laughs> right? Which is like the same thing as like Colossus fighting the Juggernaut. Like it's two big CGI characters, right? And when I fought, watched Thanos fight the Hulk, that fight seemed so fucking real, like so grounded. Even the movements like were just like, like the precision of, at which Thanos beat the shit out of the Hulk was like, like man, like at no point Spoilers. was I like, yeah, <laughs> at no point was I like, this is CGI, right? It was always like, I believe that there's just two dudes, two big ass dudes in space fighting it out right now. But watching Deadpool, watching Colossus fight the Juggernaut, it was very noticeably CGI. And I mean, they kind of brushed it off, right? Because they made a joke about it, like they in typical Deadpool, Deadpool fashion. He says, like, big CGI fight, here we go. Like, and it's kind of like, <laughs> all right, so that kind of softens it a little bit. It's like, right. ah, you're right. This is about to be a big-ass <laughs> CGI battle. And, I mean, it still looks good, but it's kind of like, I just watched Thanos fight the Hulk, dude. Like, <laughs> Actually, I just watched a whole lot of CGI in that movie. Like, And at no point was I like, maybe only a couple points was like, this is CGI. But for the most part, I'm like, yeah, this is. I fully believe that Thanos is real. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that that's the only thing that got me. But other than that, like I said, the budget was clearly much better, and it seemed like a, a real step up from the last movie. Yeah, I agree, and I you know I think they kind of wanted to keep it not a super high budget. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was higher this time, but it's not like. A humongous budget movie, and I actually I don't know. It's weird. I like that about it, though. Yeah, and like it's I, more grounded that way, and it's I don't you're know, right. I just enjoy it. I guess that kind of brings me into into the next thing is like, do you feel as though this move, this Deadpool, had kind of like the same, I guess, like charm as the first Deadpool? Because we, you do right. There were so many stories behind the first Deadpool, right? It was. Number one, it was a passion project, right? It was Ryan Reynolds really just being like, this is the character for me. I know I fucked him up before. Or I didn't fuck him up, but I know that Fox has fucked him up before. I know it pissed fans off. I know I can make a better Deadpool movie. Like, this is this is for me. This is my character. I really want to do this. He leaked the test footage. Like, Fox green-lighted it, but they gave him a small-ass budget to work with. They made it work. They literally wrote shit into the script because they didn't have the budget, right? They right. made fun of the fact that they only had two X-Men to work with. They made fun of, like they made fun of the fact that like the scene that was supposed to be this big-ass gunfight, Deadpool forgets his guns in the taxi. Like they wrote that into the script because they didn't have enough budget to make that happen. And you hear these things and you're kind of like, "Wow, like they did a really good job considering the little amount of money that they had. And I mean, I think they had, I want to say $78 million. I think they gave them for that movie, which less, I mean, doesn't sound like a, like a little bit to yeah. us, right? We think $78 million. Like that's $78 million. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking money. But when you, when you compare it to something like, even like a standalone Marvel movie, right? One of the solo movies, like a like a Thor that gets a hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five million dollar budget, and then you think that of the ensemble movies like Avengers that can get a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Like seventy eight million dollars is nothing. Right. Also, you have to take into consideration that that not all of that is movie money. Like some of it is like marketing money, right? Um, and even Ryan Reynolds took a pay cut so like they could just make the movie happen. So like, do you, with all of those things, knowing that like Deadpool two lost the director of the first one, like they got a bigger budget. Do you think it kind of has that same charm as Deadpool one or, cause I know you no, came out of it and you was like, I didn't like it as yeah. much as the first one. I mean, that's the thing. I came out, yeah, and you're right. Like, I definitely think the first one's better. And, like, I was kind of saying this to you before we did this. I mean, the thing about the first one is, like, I didn't go in expecting much and then it blew me away. But as I I was going into this one expecting it to be at least what the first one was. And it did kind of, 
I don't know, it kind of felt like more of the same and yeah, I guess I wouldn't say it had the same charm. It's kind of a hard question to answer, but I mean, if you if you came up to me and said, Sean, which one do you think is better? The first one's better. Like, I can say that confidently that I think the first Deadpool is better than this one. It's still a great movie. Yeah. Um, See, I think what I like about this one is is the emotion in it. I like the emotion in this movie. I like how they did it, right? I like... In the first one, there was definitely some emotion to it, right? We kind of got the the initial him falling in love with Vanessa, him kind of being like, man, you know, like, I got all this cancer. Like, I know it's going to be a shit show. I don't want to be around for this. And kind of like him going through that. But this one, to me, I feel like did a better job of balancing, like, deeper moments, with like the humorous moments, right? So somebody, I, I was talking to somebody at work about the movie, and they was telling me how they didn't like the scene where he died because he kept like doing like the oh I'm back, like I'm yeah. not wait <laughs> nope I'm not I'm not going yet oh it's so hard to go right he he kept doing that and oh kinda, there's the light no yeah. that's the sun don't look at it directly and I could see how like initially you could think like wow. That could have been a heavy moment, and they just took it all away by adding all that humor into it. But when you really... I mean, that's a Deadpool, though. Yeah, but also, to me, when you when you actually look at it, that, wasn't, that was never meant to be the big emotional moment. Him dying was not meant to be that moment. It was what followed that was meant to be that moment, right? Ooh, look at you When here. he goes... And he finally gets through that barrier to Vanessa and like, take on me. <laughs> like that's playing in the background, right? And <clears throat> he he asked her like, is this heaven? And she's like, it is now. And it's like. Yeah, <sighs> that's, that's the powerful moment. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like that's at no point like there's no point not they don't make one joke in that moment until the very last part of it where he says like don't fuck elvis and she's like don't fuck colossus and then boom right they go right right back to to him being alive but up up until that like there's no jokes there's no humorous stuff it's all just like straight up like I'm finally here with you. Like, I want to be here with you. And she's like, it's not your time. Like, we even see him lose his scarring, right? He's, he's right. just a normal person now because he's in a place where he doesn't have to deal with the canceler anymore. He just gets to be with her, and then he can't. Like, that is the big emotional moment. Not him dying, but what follows. Like, that moment with Vanessa is the emotional moment. So I was like, so I got what he was saying, but I'm like, yeah, no, that's... That's not it. What'd so. you think of the whole falling through water to get to that room? That was a little different, I guess, but I thought I was wondering about it because water is supposed to symbolize uh, life. Okay, yeah. Um, and that's the whole thing. I think I think it's generally based off of baptism, not to get religious on it, but there's a the whole thing that water is supposed to symbolize like new life, and then like so whenever you see scenes in like the rain, that's what you're supposed to be thinking like new life's coming. And I think it's interesting that they chose to have him fall through the water, so falling through life to get to that room. It's definitely something there. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's a lot of deep stuff in this, man. A lot of deep stuff. There is. There's hella Easter eggs. Oh, so, so many. And we're going to talk about that. First, I think we should talk about the villain, though. All right. So deep shit, right? We got that. Um, Who would you say is the real villain? Because I got here Russell or Fire Fist. AKA just the fat kid. And then I Don't guess. Don't hate on his weight. I'm not. Not at all. I'm not discriminating. He's, he's a, seems like a, I mean, he's kind of a dick, but also he's been hurt. So, you know, kids do shit when they get hurt. And then we got Juggernaut. I don't think either of them are the villain. Who would you say is the villain? The dude that ran the orphanage. orphanage. He's the villain. Okay. But it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not like your traditional story, yeah. a superhero story. Like, this is the villain, this is a superhero. Now these two fight. It was the person that owns the orphanage was super shitty to this kid. And this kid just wants re- revenge. I mean, and then 
you just got to see with the the whole typical future story like if this person does this it's gonna send a chain reaction and then he's gonna do all this terrible shit in the future so we have to stop him from doing this um but i mean that's that's kind of like the thing though right like the is he the villain he didn't become the villain yet where the story was about preventing him from becoming a villain right what makes him become a villain was this guy. So that's why I would say the person that runs the orphanage is the villain. Um, what I like about this is this is something we always kind of talk about what makes a good villain story, right? And if we saw him actually become a villain, this would have, he would have qualified because we get to sit here and understand why he's like this. Right. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say Juggernaut's the villain. I mean, Juggernaut... He's really he's just, just there, there for, for a big, fight. Yeah, just for the big CGI fight. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and I feel like even when you see Juggernaut, like, you know, in the old cartoons or in the old, you know, comic books, he's there kind of just like for the fight and he does whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, yeah. he's a villain, but he's not a villain. Right? Yeah. Like, you never he, see him like, oh, I'm going to go take over the world today. Right. Like, he just he's, does no, what he wants to do. He's never the big villain. He's usually more of like a lackey or just kind of like a... I wouldn't say he was a lackey either. Well, I'm probably... Because he goes and he takes down like the whole X-Men. Like, I guess he's more of just a powerhouse, right? It's just yeah. more of like a... Like you said, like just somebody to fight. Right. He hates, s- he hates his brother. So that's a lot of times why you see him fight the X-Men. He's just fucking hates his brother but like who's professor xavier right yeah they even mentioned that in the in the in the in the in the movie which i liked i like that a lot yeah that was good stuff shit was i about to say um (laughs) villains we're talking about villains we're talking about juggernaut we're talking about okay yeah so so you would say the guy of the orphanage is Is the the actual villain. villain yeah yeah that's sure i can get on board with that Cause I mean, when I first saw the movie, it to me like like it took longer for Cable to show up than I thought. I thought he was gonna show up a lot sooner, and I felt I was just kind of waiting around for him because you right. know, like I mean, I knew at the end of the day, Cable was not gonna be the villain. He was more gonna be like an opposing factor for so long, and then they were gonna team up because that's just how it goes, right? It was just more so like, okay, who is they? Who are they teaming up against? But you're right, like, this isn't a traditional villain. Like, if we look at Russell, like, he's not like really a villain. It's just more so like, because Deadpool's trying to save him, Cable's trying to kill him. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, you couldn't even what, say yeah, he was Deadpool a villain until deep, man, Deadpool getting deep. Yeah. Jeez. He wasn't doing anything villainous until the until the end. Yeah. Right. Because he was just. I mean, he was. I guess he was attacking police officers, but. I mean, he went to jail, and he was escaping from jail. So, I mean, none none of that stuff was villainous. Nah, that's just your average, everyday stuff right there. I mean, that's that's, that's a typical thing you see with the mutants in, like, X-Men stories. I mean, you see a kid afraid, and his power is lashing out, and then, like, the police trying to capture him. I actually thought that was an interesting thing, too. Um, Traditionally, the X-Men would be against... Um, I think they call the MRD in the X-Men story, but the police, and I guess in this, I don't know if they ever named them, taking mutants and locking them up and putting those collars on them, right? Right. So I thought it was very interesting that they weren't trying to, the X-Men showed up to this situation, but they weren't trying to take that kid. They were just trying to make sure that kid didn't hurt anybody. Right. And then they let him go on the jail. I mean, that was what, how would they say he was? He was 14. 14, yeah. That 14-year-old kid just went to jail. That is pretty crazy. And the X-Men just, like, watched it happen. Yeah. I thought their whole deal was they take the mutants in, and then they, they teach them to use their powers and use them for good, control it. They didn't do any of that shit. They are like, okay, well, if you're going to take them, take them. Wow, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> Look at you finding holes and shit. Little plot holes. All right. That, no, that is a good point. You're right. They didn't do anything. They just kind of... If anything, it seemed like they were on their side. Like, right. put the collar on them. Like, let's go. Like, wait, what? Yeah. No, you're right. You saw Juggernaut coming, though? I did. Yeah, me too. When I saw it, like, and of course, he made the little fourth wall break where he's like a huge ass bag of foreshadowing or whatever he said. And I'm just kind of like, who could, who could that be? 
And when he said that, I knew it had to be a more known character, right? They weren't just going to take some random character. Yeah. And, just kinda, and I'm like, who could be... Had to be X-Men related. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, who could be big enough to be behind there? I'm just like, hmm. But then at first I questioned it because I'm like, Juggernaut's just strong. And it didn't seem like that. He was behind a glass door. You know what I mean? But we I didn't we didn't know that at first like we just saw a glass door but then later yeah. we saw him go in and turn a corner and there's like a big concrete whatever wall right like, would that be Juggernaut and then I'm like yeah you know what it's it's probably, it's probably a Juggernaut <laughs> yeah it's probably a Juggernaut which is cool all right man so let's get into some some references some some fourth wall wall breaks some Easter eggs. A lot of stuff, man. I mean, yeah, there's, there's too much to name. There's there stuff is. that I was like reading about stuff, and even some of the stuff is going over my head. Yeah, there's so much. Uh, obviously, we get the Logan reference. Right. He loves talking about Wolverine in his movies. We get a lot of X Men stuff. We see the X Men in the X Mansion. Again, so he's what did making you think, a joke. What do you think about the way they looked? They looked that weird. Looked, that looked CGI, or, you know, like they, they were clearly not the actors there. And yeah, I thought that no, looked like I shit. They, were. they did look very weird. The first time I saw it, I think I was just more shocked by the fact that they were there. But this time I made it a point to be like, okay, when when this scene comes up, pay attention. Like, look at the actors' faces. And they do it so quick that you can't get that great of a look. But yeah, it didn't look like the actual actors. Yeah. Like, they looked real, real weird. It's like they took that clip from a different movie and just threw it yeah. in. <laughs> But he, he makes the joke again, like, why the fuck isn't there anybody here? Right. And it's like, boom, they're there. Um, so that was cool. And maybe that was a part of the joke, too, because he says, like, you think the studio would have threw us a bone and gave us at least <laughs> one of the famous X-Men, like even the angel, the guy with the pigeon wings. Yeah. And then we see them. And maybe that's also a joke, the fact that, like, we see them, but it's not the actual actors. It's just, like, fake actors, like, in the costumes or whatever. So... We get that. Logan, like I said, you know, did you know the beginning song? So it's Celine Dion, and I'm pretty sure she wrote that song, or that song was written specifically for Deadpool, because there's a video of that mo- of that song, the music video for that song. There's Deadpool is in it, dancing in heels. I don't know what song you're talking about. The, the opening credit song. I can't place it. I mean, that's fine. It's it's a newer song. It's like um, Beauty from the Ashes. Oh, it's just called Ashes is what it's called. Oh, okay. yeah. The music video, Deadpool is in heels dancing <laughs> as she sings. It's great. I was like, okay, that's, that's different. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's see. What else we get? Man, there's so Did much Did you notice stuff. Uh, so the ending scene or towards the end, towards the climax where – Deadpool's suit is all dirty and it's like gray. Yeah, it looked like the his X Force black X-Force, and or yeah. gray and white. Yeah, and gray this, and black costume. Yeah, they have the same thing going of when he joined the X Men. His he had like a yellow suit going on. That's why he was wearing the yellow shirt. The little the little jersey, the little trainee jersey. Yeah, yeah. Like we mentioned earlier, we get the reference to some other X Men movie movies like when he does the sword thing and he slices the first slices bullet the and he kind of keeps going that's a reference to x-men origins wolverine where he does it and then it's funny that he's just like they're just going through him and he's like <laughs> they changed the line from the from the trailers too because in the trailers he goes wow your bullets are really fast and in the movie he just goes ouch and just keeps yeah. going like, i mean that worked too but still a good scene let's see what what else we get what else we get um we get references to a lot of other movies, other yeah, Marvel movies. Like, he talks about a winter, a, the guy with the Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier arm. He talks, he makes the Martha joke, which you loved. Oh yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> so that was pretty good. He makes a joke about it being so dark. Are you from the DC universe? Good stuff. He calls him Thanos at one point, which is good. Gives it an Avengers watch. It's Adventure Time, actually. Oh, Adventure? I thought this yeah. was Avengers. Yeah, uh. no, Adventure Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even makes, like, more subtle jokes, too, right? When they talk about putting the team together, he's like, yeah, we need to get a, get a, get a good team, a young team that can carry this franchise for another eight <laughs> to ten movies. I'm just like, that's, that's hilarious. 
even outside of so some stuff he did outside of the movie. Um, he put out, you know how the Russo brothers put out a letter saying like, don't spoil the movie. Brian yeah. Reynolds also did that <laughs> saying, don't spoil it. And the Russo brothers sent him a picture back of the infinity gauntlet with the middle finger up. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's, that's great. And then he did a, he did a promo video like how Marvel did like their first 10 years. He did the same thing like the first 10 years, but it's only like two movies. And he talked about like how they tried to get it started and <laughs> like how, you know, they fucked up with it the first time and X-Men Origins Wolverine and then tried to keep it going. So there was a lot of a lot of like outside references and things like that. It was pretty it's pretty solid, man. But, you know, typical, typical Deadpool fashion makes reference to the comics about cable being shorter and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Good, good stuff. You know what we didn't see, though? What didn't we see? Stanley. I know. I noticed that. Yeah. He was in the first Deadpool. Yeah. So it's not like he wasn't in Deadpool. Like, he, I remember because he was a freaking strip club DJ in the first Deadpool. <laughs> and we didn't see him in this one. And I'm like. I was I was waiting for it, too. Yeah, I was wondering when it was going to happen. And it, didn't, it did not ever happen. I'm like, where's where's Stan the man? And then, of course, we get those great after credit scenes. What did you think? Ah, they were all perfect. All of them. And, uh, I mean, the whole having this Deadpool and having the Deadpool from X-Men Origins things always kind of bothered me. And he just went and killed that terrible <laughs> version of himself. That was great. Um, I didn't want Vanessa to be dead. So that whole, like, going back and, you know, saving her, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, it's pretty great that he killed Ronald Reynolds before taking the, uh, um, the green, green lantern, lantern role. He even signs Ryan Reynolds at one point when he, um, he gets blasted into the orphanage and he signs the kid's cereal box, which also had Wolverine Hugh Jackman on it. Yeah. He signs Ryan Reynolds on, on the, <laughs> on the box, which. I guess it's weird because, like, even though he breaks the fourth wall, I guess he's not, it's not Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. It's just Deadpool. Because right. even in the first movie, he mentions stuff. He says something about Ryan Reynolds, like, do you, how do you think Ryan Reynolds got so far in his acting career just based off of his acting or he's talking about his, making fun of his, like, the fact that he's an attractive guy or something. I don't yeah. know. I can't remember and then in this one, he, like, kills himself, basically, kills Ryan Reynolds. So I guess he's not Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool in these movies. Just like Deadpool. He's just Deadpool, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But, yeah, great, great after credit scenes. He stops Peter from being killed. Peter was probably my favorite X-Force member. <laughs> he's pretty, he's a pretty solid dude. <laughs> he's like, no, go home, sugar bear. <laughs> it's like, this is great. This is so good. All right, man. Anything else? Anything else? Anything we missed? No, nah, I think I mean we hit the we hit the important things. Do you know who uh, Kibble's parents are? Yes, it is Cyclops. So Scott Summers and Jean Grey, right? It's Jean Grey's clone. Right, and Scott Summers' clone. I think technically. Is it? I don't know. I yeah, I think sure they're both that. clones. I'm pretty sure they are both clones, which is fucking weird. Look, dude, there's a it's too much at that point. There's a lot of shit in comic books that's just fucking ridiculous, just so outrageous, and I, I think that's that's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. I just yeah, there's there's a lot of nonsense there. There's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of nonsense there too. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean that that's kind of a good uh good segue into our close call. Oh, my favorite part. Right. So we, we it's it's in the title, right? It's in it's in our name. If we're breaking the fourth wall here, Capes, Clouds, and Close Calls is the name of this podcast. So we try to do a close call at the end of every episode. It's just Or close call episodes. Or close call whole close call episode. You're right. It's just what we do, right? So we were thinking about this week, what we could do for the close call. 
We didn't want to do a comparison to Deadpool 1 because we knew we'd pretty much be doing that the entire episode. So we didn't want the close call to be which one is better. Um, I think they're both equally good. I, I think the first one's a little bit better. They're close. I, I mean, I, to be honest, I'd probably say they're on par. I, I couldn't say that I necessarily enjoyed one more than the other. I would say I kind of enjoyed them both equally. You know what it is? I feel like this one made a lot of the same jokes the first one made. Like the whole Wolverine, Hugh Jackman jokes. Yeah. We already saw that. The whole Professor X jokes. We already saw those. That's true. He does say it smells like Patrick Stewart yeah. at one point. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I see that. But I still liked it. I still, like I said, I think it was more of the emotional moments that got me in this one versus the first one. Like, the first one was just kind of I would like, agree with that. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did better with the emotional scenes in yeah, this one. for sure, for sure. What would you What would you rate it? What would you rate the first one? What did, what did you give the first one? Mm, that movie, man. I had no complaints about that movie. That's a 10 out of 10. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. I'd give it maybe like a 7.5 out of 10. I mean, all right. If you're going to rate it against like my favorite superhero movies, and I'm like, if I'm going to sit here and look at the movies and pick the watch, I'm not necessarily always going to pick Deadpool. Okay. So I guess I guess 10 out of 10 is going to high. I'm just saying I don't have any complaints about it. I mean, that's fair then. I yeah. probably yeah, you know, probably realistically around a seven, maybe an eight. Yeah, I'm probably say I'm around that. I'm like a seven and a half to an eight, and I'm probably around the same for this one, seven and a half yeah. to like an eight. So, yeah, I'm 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 cool with that. But yeah, anyway, so our close call, man. So we thought we'd try to kind of talk a, a little bit about because we were talking about Cable, we were talking about some of the other characters in in the movie. And it, it seems like, you know, they made a lot of jokes about it, but we like to actually consider, like realistically consider, like, could we build like a smaller universe based off of the Deadpool movie and the Deadpool characters? And if we can, is that something we'd actually want to see? Right. So like, could we see like a, a standalone cable movie or a standalone domino movie or Maybe even like a standalone like Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead movie where we see them like, you know, like come together. Like why was she chosen as his apprentice? Is there a reason or is there isn't or is there isn't? <laughs> is there not? I, that doesn't sound right either, but fuck it, whatever. We're just going to keep moving. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting idea to kind of go with, right? I, I think we can have standalone movies based on these characters. I think that would be kind of, I don't know. You got to kind of ask yourself if they'll do well or not, right? So there's a big part of these movies that these, how well were these characters known and they like kind of built upon that and they've made it good. So you, you can make an argument looking at Marvel movies in general that they have done a good job at taking characters that were not super, super well-known and doing a great job. And uh, like an example, right? Like if you know comic books, you know Ant-Man, but like your average Joe doesn't know who Ant-Man is. Yeah, but Ant-Man's like movie did, Ant did good. Yeah. Um, there's the Captain Marvel movie coming out. A lot of people haven't heard of who that character was. Nope. I got a great feeling that movie's going to do good. You know what I mean? So you can make that argument that you don't have to have a super well-known character and you can make a good movie. Right. Right. Deadpool was well-known, which is a big part of why Deadpool did a good job. That's true. Um, that being said, I think we were kind of discussing this before we did the podcast. I think like an X-Force storyline or even combining some of these characters together, like you were kind of saying, could be good, right? Like I would like to see more Donimo because I think she's an awesome character. Um, you can do an X-Force storyline, put those characters together, and the continuity doesn't quite work with this, but you can put X-23 in there and she would fit perfectly and then that would be super entertaining to see. Um, so yeah, I think they could do it. There's this whole thing with the whole Disney and Fox deal coming up and who knows really what their future of the X-Men is going to look like, but right. 
I mean, Deadpool does great. It would be silly not to continue with Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. And if they have Deadpool in that, you know, universe, then they would be silly not to just continue it. If it was just like a standalone um, Cable story, I don't feel like Cable is interesting enough in this movie to make me be like, oh, yeah, I'd totally love to see him in a movie. I gotcha. Um, Do you think he could? Because, I mean... We're at the point now where we don't just have to rely on movies. There's a lot of other forms of media these characters could take on, right? We have TV shows, whether it be on live TV, like broadcast TV, or just on a streaming platform. Or, you know, we have even stuff like like web episodes, you know what I mean? Like, there's been, what was the character? Uh, Vixen? Vixen got an animated got show. Got an animated show. And what were, weren't the episodes like a minute long each or some shit like that? I think they were longer than that, but yeah, they were. Still like super fucking short, yeah. dude. Like, like, you know, and it and it worked. And then all of a sudden, like, she was translated into like live action on the TV shows, you know? So, I mean, we have different forms like it could take. I guess the biggest thing is... Do you think Deadpool has established enough of a following where we could kind of see those spinoffs, even if they are smaller? Or would you rather just see him integrated into, or vice versa, would you rather see like larger X-Men just integrated into like his R-rated kind of movie universe? I think I'd like to see larger X-Men integrated in. I don't think they could go... And do like smaller media and it, it work because especially animated, there's only so many people out there that like will actually go and be interested in something animated. And I mean that's just the realistic part of it. Um and all I think there's a lot of Deadpool fans and people that like feel like they're Deadpool fans and the people that feel like they're Deadpool fans wouldn't watch anything animated. So I don't think that would work. Um but I definitely think they could pull other characters from the X-Men into this story. I don't know if I would like to see any of the characters they already have existing get pulled in. Like, I don't know. I don't feel particularly strong about, like, the Beast we've had, the newer or the old version of Beast. Like, I feel like they haven't done an amazing job either way. And pulling him in wouldn't, like, interest me into watching this. I gotcha. What do you think? I guess it would just be a more so a matter of like which which X-Men characters would be interesting to see in like an R-rated fashion and which ones would kind of suit the universe best, right? So obviously we know like the the major ones would be like a Wolverine, you know, Wolverine. It, realistically, they need to sit on Wolverine for a while though. Yeah, no, I agree, but realistically Wolverine should have been R-rated from the start. Right, he just should have been. He's just one of those characters. Like I think, and that's a part of the reason why Logan works so well is because it's not because it was R rated. It's because this is the Wolverine we should have gotten all along, and we right. didn't. Right. Um. So just finally seeing him in that form, like it just felt like that's the way it should have been. So like you know, you got like your Wolverine, your X twenty three. Characters like that who, you know, kind of like, yeah, they're they're kind of made to be R-rated. It would be interesting to see, like, some of the other characters who aren't necessarily known for that, who but could take on, like, a darker or even just more mature approach, right? So, like, Cyclops, to me, for example, I think would be a cool character to see in, like, an R-rated fashion. Not necessarily in the comic setting, uh, the comedy setting, but more so just kind of like a more serious, like, grittier like, you know, like darker tone. I mean, in the comic books, he movie. goes through some shit. Yeah, I know <laughs> he does. And he actually is quite a darker character in the comic books than they make him out to be in the movie. So I think it would be cool to see that side of like Cyclops. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I think there's definitely some potential there. But yeah, I guess you're right. We just kind of see how everything's going to go with like this Disney Fox merger. And then that will kind of determine the, the fate I think it would be stupid, and I think they kind of already talk, kind of already know, and kind of already announced that they wouldn't be changing Deadpool in its R rating because it would be stupid for them to do that. Even though Disney doesn't make R rated movies, if they were ever going to make an exception, this should definitely be the exception. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I'd be so disappointed if it wasn't. Can you imagine? Oh, it would. oh, it'd be so bad. It, like people, 
people would literally not go see it just based off of that. Like, it, right. they could make an amazing Deadpool movie, but if it is not R-rated, people won't see it. Right. Like, you having a PG-13 Deadpool, it's just, it's just not going to work. It's, it just wouldn't. So, whatevs. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it, man. Yeah? But yeah, I think that's... Uh, I think that's it. Let them know where they can uh, find us. I know it's been a while since you've done this. Let's let's see how, you can, you can how well you got it. Um, close calls pod. There you go. At Gmail. Yep. You can find us on Facebook. Uh-huh. You can find us on Twitter. Absolutely. Uh, email us and if you email us and ask us for next number, I'll give it to you. Whoa, whoa there. Let's let's calm down. <laughs> Tell us what you thought about Deadpool. Let's start there. <laughs> Tell us what you thought about Deadpool too. If you liked it, if you thought Deadpool One was better, which one you thought was better, things like that. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. All right, cool. Is that? Right. Did you come up with the? Is that I, did. It? I haven't even thought it's about it. It's a wrap. That's a catchphrase. <laughs> it's a wrap for now. Ah, oh, jeez. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.